Well, speaking of tired, it looks a little bit like a tired U.S. squad. And from the, we have to remember they played a game just you know, a few days ago, and it seems to be affecting the players. Long distance blast, and it's Alvin Jones. One for the legend books. Oh my! His first Trinidadian goal, and he might as well retire right now. World class doesn't do that justice. Yo, what's up, people? Welcome back to Bias Brothers. We're back in the podcast today. We have an esteemed guest in the house with us today. But before we go and introduce our guest, we'll bring on my co-host, Jomo. Jomo, what's going on, bro? Just cool, just cool. Excited for another program. Excited for another podcast. Local football at its best. So you're going to look at our current player in the MLS, if that's enough of a hint. He knocked <laughs> Anyway, let me, let, let me leave the introduction to David. Go ahead, David. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you didn't guess by now, we have we are Salt Lake defender Alvin Jones in the house. Alvin, what's going on, bro? Good, 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 man. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Everything good. How things going over on that side with COVID and everything? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit rough, but we're getting through it, man, by the grace of God. Well, how you doing with it, bro? Well, well, now I adapted, you know, I'm like, Adobe outside plenty is just training to the grocery and then back home. You know, uh, I spend a lot of my time inside watching TVs, movies, talk, having chat with my family. Mm. And so, well, a lot of people know you for your goal against the USA. Yeah. Uh, especially people who don't know about football will just know you for the goal against the USA. And that was, yes, that was an amazing moment for you and the, the nation as a whole. Um, yep. go, tell us about our goal now. Well, well first, um, leading up to the game, um, uh, the morning of the game, I had a chat with my, um, my dad. You know, he was like, you know, it's like, um, start using my strength. You know, my strength is... You know, with the ball, kicking the ball, crossing the ball, you know, so he's like focused more on my strength. Uh, the morning of the game, also, I had a chat. We was um, having like a, a team walk, you know, with um, I had a chat with Russell, Russell and he was like, Yo, I'm uh, feeling it today, you know, like they're shooting with a score today, you know, and leading yes. into the game, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, I lead it into the game, you know, like in dressing room, listening to your music, you know, doing your game pump. Uh, and well, our game plan, you know, the, the USA was playing. I think I was playing like a diamond in the middle, so we had a lot of space down the wings. You know, yeah. and like the coach wanted me to like every time. You know, Nathan was playing on my side. Give Nathan the ball, name to go one v one. You know, and like that moment, I get the ball inside the field. You know, and like it played in my head. You know, like have a go. You know, but the game plan was just to get Nathan the ball. You know, and I just. That point in time, I do my own thing, you know. I have a shot, and I scored, and it was a beautiful so you, moment. You was you was confident <laughs> that was going in, or was a hit and hope? Well, you see, the thing with um with shooting with power, you know, is 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 no direction. You just shoot, mm-hmm. you know. So the the power, the swerve will do, and I think that point in time, I was a bit lucky, you know. The ball got a little bounce. Everything was played into my hands, and. The goal comes. <laughs> oh, good, question, good, good. good question. This is um, I would have seen it. I see I've seen you score similar free kicks for Derby Connection in the Pro League. So yeah. I know that was your first time shooting at that range. Yeah. So the fact that you beat a quality keeper, I mean, even in our previous episodes, the discussions we would have is that that wasn't just a regular keeper, that's Tim Howard, Everton, yeah. and to be Comprehensively beaten from that distance, and keep us seeing the ball all the way. It wasn't shadowed. How does that? How does that make you feel? That made you feel any at well, the time? Well, at the time, I'm not studying status. You know, like the keeper status. Yeah. I'm just studying the goal. To be fair, I didn't even saw him. I just look at the goal, and as I said, I just had a goal, and the ball swerve, and yeah. a bit of luck, and I get my goal. <laughs> <laughs> because the first time I see you do it for Derby Connection, I was like, why are you going to try to shoot from quite out there? I was actually a freaking yeah. dead ball situation. 
And yeah. you blast in the corner. So when I see a shoot from that range in the game, it's like, okay, okay. And well, when it scores, like, it's like shock. I mean, based on <laughs> the campaign at the time and the difficult time in the campaign we was having. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yes, it's still positive about the game, but we face in the mighty West. We have nothing to play for. They have to play for qualification. So, you know, yeah. even as a fan and watching the game, you're a bit pensive. So to see you pick up the ball at that, settle yourself and drive it home is, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> a big moment for the country needing a lift at the time. Well, yeah, and you know, even after the goal, I had a next free kick, like, very close to the, the half yeah. line. And I yeah, had a goal yeah. also, you know, so, like, it's build your confidence, you know, as a player, mm. when you, you while you're playing, mm. like, for me, I didn't even know I was so far. Is after when I watched the replay, I was like, mm. like, really? <laughs> but, like you know, 40 hours out. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but how was that game on a whole for you, though? Because I, we're going into the, we're going into the game, I honestly didn't expect Trinidad to come out with anything. I was expecting USA come come out 3-4-0, go to the World Cup. But and especially well, yeah. given, especially given that this was not the strongest Trinidad 11, and probably yeah. not even the first choice Trinidad 11. So how was Definitely. that game for you? Because even after the goal, USA was pressing hard to get back into well, the game. Well, yeah, because uh, I think the day before the game, they it was like they hype up the game, you know, like with the water on the field. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you know, and for me personally, I don't know some of the players. For me personally, I saw signs of weakness from the US because they're just one point, you know, to go to our World Cup and they they're focusing on the wrong thing. You know, like the both teams have to play on the pitch, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, I saw signs of weakness. Uh, I was real pumped up for the game because my it was my first um World Cup qualifiers um start, yeah. you know. Um even when my debut for the World Cup qualifiers, I get a red card against Honduras. Yeah, yeah. You know, I come on and I get a red card like probably in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that game, so, yeah. For me personally, I for me, that's the kind of person I am. I think that I owe the country something, you know. So yeah. I get the opportunity again. I went out there and I mm-hmm. play my heart out, play to play to my best of my ability, and I get a goal and uh, assist. So that was your that's own, question. That was your first that's not remote. That was your first international goal. And first only, international only goal. international goal so far. Only international goal, yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, a, international what a beauty. Goal now. <laughs> what a beauty. <laughs> I mean, is hopefully a score many more, but let's see. Those yeah. score any more? A nice one to have. <laughs> <laughs> a nice first one. <laughs> Alvin, um, I just want to talk about the game as in general. I think the game, a lot of hype was on Pulisic at the time. I mean, I, I, another person on this video call is a Chelsea <laughs> fan, so seeing well, his number ten. Yeah. Being stopped at the time was enjoyable for me. Uh, but I was, was not Chelsea then. Pulisic was not Chelsea but, then. So. Okay. Then now it don't make a difference. <laughs> anyway, I just want to talk about how the second goal and what you think. And I believe that the reason we won that game is based on the second goal going in so soon after the first and basically the distance that kind of knocked them back and they wasn't really prepared or they wasn't really expectant of it because you wouldn't be privy to hear it, but just the commentators on the amazement of the strike or even the U.S. being down 2-0 to Trinidad at this stage. And I, I would I, I hurt me to say a fortunate team, but we, we would have been for, for large periods of time in the qualifiers. So at that moment, to concede that goal, the commentators are all in a state of shock. Do you believe that the goal helped knock somebody win out of the U.S. sales? Well, yeah, because um, well, definitely the first half, you know, like being 2-0 up first half, you know, like, we had no chance, you know, like we have opportunity to to get the fans something and you know, like to have hope in us, you know. So going into the game right, we up two nil uh in first half, um was definitely uh um was excited for us, you know, like we we, we did believe that you know that we can win, we can win the game. And I think like the second half the the game start over, you know. You see a different US team. They, they, they came out like in the first, we was on our back foot for the first mm. 20 minutes, 25 minutes in the second half, you know, and I think we 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 held them good and we 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 drained them, you know, like we 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 keep the clean sheet. I think they score like in the 
77 minutes like that. Mm-hmm. So like, and then they had a, a, a next believe and we hold out. The for, score for wasn't like, minutes. the score wasn't like right after half time, like 46 minutes, 47 minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I believe it's probably for wrong 60 something to the 70 something. Probably yeah, it was wrong. Yeah, so far, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. But yeah, bro, so, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> So, so definitely, of, you go ahead, you continue. No, I'm just saying, like, definitely, you know, you playing, you 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 feeling the the joy, you know, that you 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 can win a game, and we 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 do that, you know, we hold on, and we get a three points. Mm. Well, Bill Alvin, Bill, people, as I said before, people only know you for this this school, especially some um, people. Well, yeah, especially people who do follow football and especially football, follow yeah. national football. But you've been out here for time, Bill. It's about mm-hmm. eight years, eight years now. And you started with Connection. I started with W Connection, yeah. Yeah, tell us about your, your early days now from, like, what school did you go? Well, I went to um, East Mokorapo, um, mm-hmm. play Intercol there. And then um, from there, I went straight pro with W Connection. I signed my... Um, my first professional contract on my birthday, my 18th birthday for W Connection. Um, I was there for like, I think, I believe like five years. Yeah, five to six years I was with W Connection. Well, uh, mm-hmm. coming down to my, my last days to W Connection, I was frustrated. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. feel like giving up, you know, like not really giving up, but like thinking like if this game is for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, if I'm gonna get a break outside, because mm. for me, I believe I I I could have got a break like two three years before I get the the break to mm. Oklahoma. But God is in charge, you know. When He say yes, no one can say no. You know, I believe He was preparing me mentally, mm. you know, because being outside your country playing football, it's very very difficult. You know, away from your family, your friends, your loved ones, it's very difficult. You know, I believe He was testing me. Testing me to see if I'm ready and I get the break. From okay. connection, I went to where? Well, from W Connection, I went to um, Oklahoma. Uh, I spent like mm-hmm. five months there and then um, Real Salt Lake by me. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alvin, um, you're from a footballing family. Um, I know you number of things you just do is address rumors on the show. So we have any end that you're Father was a fast player, particularly with the strike squad. Any truth to that or any information you can yeah. give us on that? Yeah, he was, he was, and he was on the squad, I think it was 1989 when the US knocked us out. He okay. was he was there in that game. It was kind of a revenge okay, so game for you then. A revenge yeah. game for you for Joe's family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so also not to mention that from your from you're from a footballing family, your brother is a senior international as well. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel any pressure having an older brother with the career path that Joven would have? And do you, did you feel any pressure in your career that you needed to match up or be just as good or just focus on your game and took it from there? Well, um, I personally, i glad like these guys are wrong. And uh, uh, even Kevin Molino, I, we grew up together, Joven Jones, Kevin Molino, um, growing up. <laughs> well, we are around the same age group, so you know, while we playing in the Savannah, you will only hear people speak about Kevin Molino, Joven. I was never mentioned. You know, I was nowhere close to them, you know, but I believe in myself. I believe in hard work and I work very, very hard. Those who know me from from growing up, they know I, I was never promising, but I believe if you work very, very, very hard and you believe in God, that you can change things, you know, and the person I, I turn on today you know, like the, the people in my community, they, they're shocked. You know, they never believe that mm-hmm. I can make a big, big, big improvement, you know. And I'm so happy because I think I deserve it because I work my ass off in training. You know, players who play with me, they'll know I'm a, that's, that's Alvin. He's a hard worker. He gives his best and that's all I can do. On the day, I give my best and move well, on. And when I, well, I how, just... how, um, how younger are you to do like how much? Uh, three years. Three years. So you're always looking up. Yeah. Oh, and you feel like you you was like in his shadow or so. Like well, when he was younger. Well, when I was younger, he 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 had more experience than me. You know, like he was exposed to national, national. team. He mm-hmm. played even played college in America. You know, like he used to be 
he used to be hard on me like he was like he used to curse me like you're playing too slow you yeah. this that you know but i as i said he was not i was not seeing what he was telling me you know like yeah. but i believe i i point in time i was like he was like that's on me like just mm. on me you know but i take it in a positive way and you know why time go on i i improve and i I now see what he was trying to improve in me, but I I pick it up late. But yeah. thank God I, I I see what he was trying to do. Okay, Alvin. Um, a number of things were probably him putting that pressure on you. Then probably getting hung and desire or help you raise your game as opposed to if you didn't have that guidance. You know, you always feel that at a certain age you're good enough. You no need to improve, but probably the constant pressure allow you to improve. You would say that. Well. Yeah, I'll say that because, like, with me, even in myself, if I say I good, I'm not good because I will judge myself of uh, Kevin Molino, Chopin Jones, mm. you know, and I was mm. nowhere close to them. So I always know, like, I always have to improve. So mm. every day is an improvement for me. Every day, every day, every day, every day. So I think that helped me a lot in my career. You know, like the hard work. Um, I, I was lucky to have um great coaches in my career, coaches like um Primus. Um, Stuart Charles, Sellers Figaro, they mm. play a big part in my um, in my career because these guys, the the passion they have for the game, you know, yeah. I I took that from them, you know, and put it into my game, and the hard work, and here I'm on, here I am today. Okay, I've I personally seen you play a number of position, right back, centre back, defensive midfield. What do you think is your yeah. best position and? Where well, where do you think is your best position, and where do you like playing the most? Because sometimes well, where your best position might be where you enjoy playing the most. Yeah, well, for me personally, I love playing. Um, well, I started off as a, a stopper because I, my idol is my uncle, um, Richard Tedo. He passed away. He used to play yeah. centre back, so like, I love centre back. But for me personally, I think my strength, like if I'm playing centre back, I'm, I'm not. I will not be using my strength. My strength is crossing, shooting, you know, and I think like in this time now, the wing back, they, they need to, the wing back like a midfielder, you know, they have yeah. to cross, they're up the, the attacking, the defending. So for me personally, I love playing uh, center back, but for me, I'm the type of person, if my team need me, no, sorry, I love playing right back. Yeah. For me personally, if I if my team need me centre back, I play centre yeah. back. If they need me yeah. defensive midfield, I play defensive midfield. That's the type of person. Wherever the team need me, I'm happy mm. and I'll play to the best of my ability. Okay, no problem. Scarlett. So with your club, do you play full back or wing back? I play full back. Oh, so you you play in a back four. Yeah. Uh, did you ever play wing back in a back three? Uh, no. If we play in a back three, I play more the wing, more high up. Okay, so okay, so I went back then. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we talk about your time in the national team and obviously your, your breakthrough in the national team for the USA game. But did you have any spell like for the national youth teams under 17, under 20? Yeah, I rep I never make the I went on trials with the 17. I never make, but I was um on the national under 20. We play um, qualifiers in Jamaica. I think um, Ross was the coach at that time. And then I represent them in the Panam Games. I was the captain. Was under 23 in, the, in, 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 in Canada. So, yeah, I played just under 20 and under 23. For okay. how long? Two years? Mm, it can be, yeah, like two years. two years. And how was the transition to the national team? Was it difficult? Well, well, yeah. Um, the youth national team, and when you compare to the senior national team, it's it's different. You know, you have to play faster, you have to think faster, you have to play stronger. It's a whole different ball game. But for me personally, um, it was not a big, big um jump for me because I was always um. A strong player playing mm -hmm. strong, so yeah. it's just coming natural for me. And I make my debut I, with Stephen Hart. I was the um, I think was the Gold Cup qualifiers. I was uh, nineteen years, I think mm -hmm. nineteen twenty twenty years. Yeah, and that that helped me a lot. 
been around um, the national senior team. I was around the team for a while. I was in and out, in and out, but that helped me. The international football helped me a lot. Yeah, talk to us about that, baby. Who, who was it against? Uh, I was against St. Lucia. Uh, we won that game 2-0. Two, two mm-hmm. That was way yeah. back in qualifiers, though. Like, we were back, on yeah. one or on two or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. At the time of your goal, Alvin, were you playing for Derby Connection? Mm, yeah, I was playing for Derby okay. Connection. So do you think that the goal and being that highlight of a game helped your career on an upward trajectory? Or do you think you're playing in the well, world before? But the game helped you get noticed? Well, the game gave me notice, but it didn't give me a contract. <laughs> After the goal, I stayed like probably a year and something in W Connection. I was fighting, fighting for a contract. And um was just at the last I um get a contract in um in Oklahoma Energy. Mikel Williams and Coral Kato was playing there and I think it was like the fifth game of the season. A defender got injured, you know, and they recommend me to the coach. The coach see my video, see what I like, and he he offered me a contract, and I I took it. And here I'm. I'm after that, um, I came to Salt Lake, and here am I. Okay, so just tell me about your five months in the USL with Oklahoma Energy. How was it? How was it having two? Um, well, I know Michael Williams that are playing for W Connection. What was that like having a W Connection player with you at the time? And how was that five months before Real Sunday? Well, um, for me, well, so it was my first time playing out of the country. Um, I learned a lot there, like the 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 US, the way how they, they play. You know, um, it's different from Trinidad. Um, we had, I think, like six, seven Caribbean players. So it was like, more like more the Caribbean style, but um, I I learned a lot, like you know, like breaking lines, you know, um, there I learned those things, you know, like building out the ball, and when you reach a certain point, you can't really go back because you 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 break the the first press, the second press of the team, you know. When I just went there, um, I was I was playing safe, you know, like chopping, playing back, you know, and the guys was like, yo. You know, like we in this half, you know, let's try and keep the ball and go forward, you know. Yeah. But it was a learning process. I I took it and I'm grateful for for the chance I had in the USL. So how okay. competitive then, is the USL? Because a lot of people uh, believe that USL is a big step down from the MLS. How true is that? I don't think uh, uh, I don't think it's 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 um. A big difference because it ha- I believe it have USL teams will beat MLS team um, because a lot of the the USL team is um, they a lot of the MLS team have USL teams so it's the same training mm-hmm. the same everything the US the MLS players is getting you know um, the players might best be a little younger but mm-hmm. the the coaching the players mentality it's it's there like the MLS you know and um. I don't believe, for me personally, I don't believe it's a it's a big big step. The 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 USL they they run a lot. Some teams keep the ball, and for me personally, I don't believe it's a it's a big step. Okay, so the step from the USL to the MLS, how was that? What was well, what was required of Alvin Jones to make that step? Well, for, for me, I um, I I I I I do what I had to do in. In my five months in the USL, um, I was home on vacation and I get a call from my agent, you know, um, you are so late, they want to buy you as a backup right back. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I accepted. Yeah. And it was good. Um, well, come, coming to, to Utah was very difficult for me. Like, mm-hmm. my body um, broke down like for three months because of the mm-hmm. altitude, the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for me personally, I don't do good with the um, the, the the different change in, in the climate, you know. So I come, I yeah. came from Trinidad, and when I reached, yeah. was like I was not, I was not myself for three months, you know. I believe yeah. that set me back. Yeah, it set me back as a player, yeah. because like that first three months is very important. It's yeah. like if it, 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 it's pre-seasons, it's very important. So I was not thinking good. I was not strong. My body was just breakdown, and yeah. I. By time go by, go. I catch myself. I start feeling better. 
I took like four months to catch myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I started being myself, you know, um, was a new team I wrong, so I have to learn the guy's name, learn, mm-hmm. learn the guy's culture, learn the guy's mm-hmm. the mentality, you know, the plain style. Yeah, so I, I for me, I, I took a while to, to settle, mm-hmm. you know, um, and now I'm settled with the guys, um, good bunch of guys. Uh, we didn't make the playoff this year. Uh, 2020 been rough for for everyone, but I believe um, so Lake, we had a lot of destruction, you know. Um, but it's the game, you know. Life goes on, and hopefully next year we come back better. Okay. So, Alvin, in terms of the Salt Lake style, what style of play do you think they have? And how does that style, how do, how do you complement that in terms of your strengths and your attributes? Well, um, so Lake, they, 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 we, we try to keep the ball. Um, we play... Um, a lot on the wings, you know. So for me, it's a plus because like they, they like the wing backs to go down, cross. So it's a plus for me. Um, this year, I, I um, when I was coming into the team, I knew the international spot was full. So I was waiting for some guys. I kind of play like the first three months or two months. I was waiting for some guys to get their green card. For them to come off the international list, for me to come on and um, Corona come. Mm-hmm. and slow everything up you know um i just get released i just get released re- registered to play last week last two weeks mm-hmm. um we had an incident with um with one of our international guys and he mm-hmm. left so it god forbid it, it um it opened up a spot for me and mm-hmm. i was on the bench for the last two games uh we have one more game hopefully i i start that game and mm-hmm. see see how i do Okay. Uh, a number of people don't believe that they am. They just think that Trinidad football, footballers go there to just make it jump to the next level. They don't think about the factors that you winter, the cold. Personally, I've experienced the cold and the cold, I just want to go from point A to point B and be inside. Point B, mm-hmm. back. I can imagine having to, sometimes you're walking there, being from Trinidad, you can feel the inner fingers, your nose cold, your face cold, your tongue cold, your toes cold. I can yeah, imagine no, even now yeah. beginning to play football in that weather. So for a Trinidadians who only ever play in Trinidad, how is difficult? How tough is it to now be battling the goal and on top of battling the goal, having to stay with the presence of mind that I am in a football game? Well, for, for me personally, it was very hard because uh, it was first time experiencing these the, the cold weather. You know, um. For me, I'm mentally strong, you know. Um, I I always look at my brother, I'll go back to my brother, Kevin Millian, I was like, yo, them out there, they're out here like three, four years. If they can do it, I can do it, you know, because they're from Trinidad, I'm from Trinidad. You know, and uh, as a human being, you have goals, you know. This is my job, you know. You're not, your job always does not come bread and butter, you know. It's yeah. difficult sometimes, yeah. you know, and... You're not in Trinidad in America. America mm. is cold mm. and hot, you know, mm. and it, it's cold, so I have to go through it. You know, it's not only me. If the guys can do it, I can do it. Yeah, they they they're born in the weather, but mm. I believe a human body is, is does adapt. You know, mm. and your body as strong as your mind. You know, okay, and yeah. yeah, so I I have goals as a human being. You know, and I for me to to achieve my goals. You know, it will not be easy. You'll have yeah. hard times. You'll have good times. And mm. the cold weather, it's, it's hard times. You, sometimes you wonder, like, why are you here? Yeah. You know, but I do it for my mom. You know, most important, I, I do it for my mom. Every time it, it, I go through difficult times, I yeah. think about her. You know, yeah. I'm doing it for her. So, mm. yeah. Right. What do you think about personally goals? In terms of, you just you spoke about your brother, you spoke about Kevin Molino. Kevin Molino has deep, they would have, have deep runs towards the MLS Cup. Your brother won the MLS Cup with the Seattle Sounders. What's your goal? You see, we here, you see, you have a very nice ring. You saw the ring on yeah. social media. So, what what are you challenging yourself in terms of the MLS Cup and being in the MLS? Well, uh, some of your immediate goals and some would be your long term goals. Well, for me, coming here, um, I know it would have been it would be difficult for me like playing time, 
for me, my my goals was you know like the the the, the little bit of opportunity I get, I have to make use of it. You know, like try to assist, try to score. You know, try to be in the media as much as possible where you can market yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't really happen because of COVID. As I said, they, they pushed back everything for me to get released to play. But I stay focused, you know, I stay positive. And um, I believe it's, it's not me alone going through a hard time, you know. I still to be wrong a good team, a good environment, you know. I still get a paycheck. You know, people, they don't have a work, you know. So I look at it as a... A builder, you know, everything you go through is, is to build your mind, to build your spirit, you know, and I believe that I have to work more harder in 2021, you know, I, I look at 2020 as a loss year for me because I didn't really get the opportunity to showcase myself, so I just have to prepare for 2021 and hopefully the opportunity come again and I take it with, the, with my best foot. Okay, great. So just a transition back to your national team days, because actually we want to kind of go back to that. Um, yeah. How do you feel about your national team career thus far? Uh, what are your short-term goals post-COVID? And what are your long-term goals that hopefully you want to achieve before the end of your career? Well, for, for me, I don't believe I had plenty of success with the national team. Um, that is something that I don't want to change, but... It's not about me alone, you know, the guys have to have the right mentality, you know, long-term and short-term goals, as you said. Um, but for me personally, I just want to, um, I love representing my country, you know. Um, it's one of the best feelings as a player, you know, to play in front of your, your, your fans, you know, your country people. You know, when I, every time I put on my, my national jersey, I'll... Mm give my all, you know. It mightn't be the best on the day, but on the day, whatever I have, I sure I'll I'll give it. You know, um I believe we can do better as a as a nation. We we we, we should, you know, um we we have a good team, you know, it's just like we have to get settle certain things, you know, because um Football is just not an easy game. It has so much thing can distract you, you know, from performing. You know, I believe we have to get things right over the field. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 we as players have everything settled over the field, you know, it's no no excuse, you know, for us to not perform. You know, I believe they have to give us all the tools and everything for us to to be clear minded and for us to perform. You know, I believe we will perform as players. At the point in time before you made a national debut, there would have, there was a high time for international football in terms of Trinidad yeah. locally. And I, a personal view of mine is that that's probably one of the best feelings we ever had. I ever had. Well, other than 2006 with the national yeah. team at that time, feeling that all the players speaking at the right time, all the players are just the right age. So you would have broken into the team at a kind of transition period between yeah. the high time of Stephen Hart and Stephen Hart coming towards the end and eventually Dennis Lawrence. So what was the feeling in the camp when you just broke into the team? How would you describe it? And then how would you describe the feeling at the camp towards the end of the, the World Cup qualifiers? Uh, well, the, um, the starting was very good. I think um, with the new... With a new manager coming in, you everyone is starting back at square one. You know you have to yeah. put in the work and make him trust you. Yeah. Um, I believe the, the starting was good. We had everything um, going good, and then um, coming on and then we had plenty distraction, plenty, yeah. plenty distraction off the field, and I believe um, the 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 problem we had off the field it. Um, it shows on the field, you know, uh, plenty of the guys was distracted and it, it, it shows in our game and we are just, just poor as a, as a team, you know. And that's why I said, you know, I believe if we have everything good off the field, there's no, no, no excuse as we as players to not perform. So 
I, for me, that's one thing I want to see change, like um, the the problems of the field, you know. There were a number of problems of the field. Personally, as a fan, Lockinian, um, we felt with the kids, with all these things. I, I understand where you're coming from, and it could be a distraction with the especially with the distance to many players were coming from to come to the national team. Um, Wesley Aubrey would have said that when you play in a foreign country, joining up with the national team, feel like coming to Trinidad, you're home away from home. So yeah. they say that at the time it wasn't perfect, but um, I guess that's that's just the game. But I personally felt, to me, that the vibe in the camp or the results you were getting, the three-all draw, the four-all draw, as they would say, would have been a difficult time to break into that team and you managed to do it. So I just felt like at that time, we were on the up and well, the qualifiers didn't really go the way we were thinking it would go. So, yeah. But, yeah, I will... Every player different. Every player, you know, they think different. You know, something might be okay for me, mightn't be okay for next player. You know, and that's you're dealing with thirty guys. You know, thirty different mentality, thirty different egos. You know, so but as a player, you have to. Some things could slide, and some things just cannot slide. You know. Yeah. And uh, I get a call, a Zoom call. Somebody else calling you? You double book, Calvin. You think it's somebody else calling? Yeah, sorry. So I, I said, like, players, we it's, it's, it's different mentalities, you know, it's different um, culture. Players grow up different. So I believe, but I, for me personally, I believe once you have everything smooth and running off the field, you know, a player don't have excuse, you know, not to perform. You can have one or two bad games, but when you come in, when you, you, you playing, you know, it, your mind clear, you come back, everything's good and you just want to play, you understand? But we will see how it goes and hopefully change. Okay. World Cup 2019 was your first World Cup as yeah. a player? Yeah. Was, how was that experience for you? Well, for me, Gold uh, Cup was is is one of the biggest tournament for um for one of the big tournament for Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, it was one of my goal, you know. Um, and while I was there, uh, the first game I had a a breakdown <laughs> on the field when the game started. A uh, few yeah. players know that, you know. It was like. Yeah. Uh, I achieved one of my goals. It, it was something I, I really, really was looking forward to. And just before the Panama game, I, I started the game. I, for the first 10 minutes in the game, I was like, I was not myself, you know. The emotions, everything getting better than me. I, I, as I said, I had a breakdown. Uh, uh, till we lose that game 2-0. Two, two yeah, I two think now, that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that game, you know, it's, it hit us hard, you know, and then we 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 went to to US. That game was a disaster. I think it it's that was a it was a bad year for us, you know. We had we we as players really need like to look at ourselves and try and change it. But how? What? What? Obviously, you you did the you played play the Panama game, you played the USA game, and you played the the Guyana game. And no, all, I didn't play the Ghana game. You played the Ghana game. Yeah. But our what do you think went wrong in that tournament? Because obviously Trinidad was going into the tournament expecting to come out that group. Group, yeah. Yeah. Because so, we see Panama, Panama is a, a beatable side. You beat Panama in the past. And Guyana, yeah. we expect to beat Guyana. So what do you think went wrong with well, the team in that tournament? Well, I, I'll say I'll say um I'll say the point in time of the tournament was bad for us as the Trinidad players because we only had like, I think we only had like seven guys or six guys who was in tournament at the point in time. The rest of guys was off season. Okay, okay. So the the gelling as a player, I believe it was not there. You know, like the sharpness, the game sharpness, it was not there. I believe like, I believe some of the guys, their their body was still in probably vacation mood mm, or okay, 
Yeah, so it can be that, but I believe we was not gelling as a team, you know. We you can see like we was some part of us was missing, you know, it was broken. So I believe like that year was a, a tough, tough, tough year for us. But I believe if you have good and bad times, you know, we have the opportunity next year to change it and I believe, I think we can change it. But that is if we get to play next year. <laughs> That's oh, a whole yeah. story. That next story by itself. Itself, yeah. What was the mood like after our game though? Like after the whole tournament? What was the mood after the tournament? Like going oh. back home or going back to your respective clubs? Well, the mood, the last game was, I think the, I think while I was going to play the last game, I know we, we kind of qualify. So it was, for me personally, I felt like I let down the country. For me personally, I believe we could have do better, but we did not do better. Um, for me personally, I, I, I took it hard. You know, it was one of the tournaments I really wanted to do great in to market myself as a player. So I believe that's the biggest CONCACAF tournament. So if you show that you're a top player in, in the tournament, you can, you can change your life, you know, as a player. Uh, I was really, really looking forward to the tournament. Um, it did not go to plan, you know. Um, that's life, you know. Not everything you plan, go to plan. And as I said, we have to we, we have to do some thinking. And we have a, if we do play next year, we have a chance to, to win the tournament again and hope we can change it. Yeah. Um, we talk about your time, going back to your time in the MLS. Are you comfortable in the MLS or would you like eventually to get a move to Europe? Well, for, so you for, see, or we playing in Europe right now. Yeah. Now Aubrey, um, Wesley. 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 Yeah, Wesley playing in Europe right now and he seems, he seems content. Mm-hmm. Do you, would you like, like, would you welcome a move to Europe or are you comfortable well, in America? Uh, for me as a, a, a player, I'm never comfortable. I always want to to improve. You know, um, I wouldn't say if I get a move to Europe, yeah, it will be happy. But I never, I'm in this league for now. I, I never prove anything. You know, I never get a chance to to prove anything. I never really play week in and week out to have a feel of the, the league. For me personally, I have no problem staying in America at this point in time and try to to figure out the league, you know, see how competitive the league is. But as I said, I never play week in, week out. So I don't really know the feeling, you know, but I have no problem with America. I believe it's one of the best, the biggest league in CONCACAF and that's our region. Yeah. So I have no problem with with, 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 with playing in America. Well, you are 26 now. Yeah. Uh, at- <laughs> And you, and you now start playing in, in MLS. So you could go on to maybe 30, 31 playing. Well, hopefully, there. by the grace of God, no injuries. And I, you, you, you as good as your body, you know. Hopefully, I have a, I take care of my body. And he, he cried me a long way. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking a little bit about before, the, um, before we went on air about your training session. Tell, tell people mm-hmm. about your training sessions. Well, uh, it's for me, it's it's different. The mentality of the guys, you know, every single day is a new day. Every single day, the guys want to improve. They want to do better. So every time you get a ch- chance to train, you you really give your all. These guys, the mentality is 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 good. I love the mentality of the guys. You know, like every single day, they see a chance to improve. You know, you. You, you train now, you train with a, a chip on your back, you know. It, it tells you everything, how much you run, how much sprints you do, you know, how much miles you cover, you know. So every day is a, is a chance to, to improve, you know. Where in the training, it's there where you you learn stuff, you know. You you learn your teammates, you, you, you know who you are as a player. You know, you know the level you are. You know where you need to improve. You know where you need to work on, and that's what you do in the training. So it was a big step up from training connection. Yeah, big, big, big step. You know, 
where you can get away um in Trinidad with you will not get away to over here you know some uh you play at the higher level you play is the more you learn you know some things you just you don't get you don't get away with yeah once a day morning sessions yeah morning and then like you can gym you always you as a player you the gym is free you know you do either gym before or after training Okay. So the club doesn't stipulate your gym in time or your gym in well, schedule, etc. No, they look at it as that your 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 um responsibility. You know, some guys are in the gym every day. Some guys in the gym four or five times a week. It's it's you as a player to know well, because I believe when you gym in you you strengthen your body and you you can cut down on your injuries you know so some guys do it every day so you win gym hard every day you know you have light you gym light or sometimes you go heavy but things like that it's 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 up to you as a player you know if if they see on the gps you you're not running how you're supposed to be running you know they they have a meeting with you and it's up to you to improve you're not a protein guy you don't take protein shakes or nothing there <laughs> yeah, you have me. I I take it because you, you work hard, you know. So you have to put back proteins in your body. So every training, it's it's there for you. If you want to take it, you take it. Not every day, I I take it. But when I feel drained, I take it, and it has stuff other stuff you can you can take to to build your body. So the protein is for recovery and replenishment, not really to to yeah. build aesthetic looks. Nah, if you <laughs> it have things for that, but. Nah, it's like the protein there for after training. You know, you yeah. you train, you tired, so you put back some, some some energy in your body. Okay, so Alvin, um, you're coming to the end of the MLS season. You said there uh, one game remaining. It unfortunately didn't make it off. So unfortunately, the borders are still closed at the time. So what <laughs> would be your plan now towards the next, the start of the next season? Because I think the MLS starts in March. Well, I wouldn't, I don't know yeah. how they might start with the new COVID, but with the COVID yeah. protocol. What's your plan from yeah. now until then? Well, for now, uh, I will, after the game Sunday, for now, I'll see, I think the Prime Minister is supposed to speak sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping he, he opened up the borders or make it easier for citizens to come back home. Um, as I said, I was I haven't seen Trinidad for a year since the 2020 start. Um, I like to come back home to my family, to my loved ones, my friends. You know, so I'm just having my fingers crossed to know that he he make it easier for citizens to to come back home. You talk to your family Every often? Day. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Yeah. You mention that? Not really, but I have to work so. Yeah. Yeah, Trinidad, time for me to be Trinidad will, will come, you know, and that's yeah. after the season. So yeah. that Trinidad always there. <laughs> okay. But how was it in the MLS coming up against your brother or as your friend Kevin Molino? How was it even though you was you as you said you wouldn't have been on the team, but just be on the opposition team and well, someday I'll be playing against my brother because I'm a right back and I think Joven plays left back for yeah. Seattle. So you yeah. might have a little duel. Or left no, wing sometimes too. Yeah. yeah. So how are you, are you looking forward to school, your big brother? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a competition, you know. Uh, it'll be great to be on the same pitch, you know. Usually, I be in the same color with them. Yeah. It'll be a little weird to be run up against them, but it's some it's competition, you know. Mm-hmm. I believe it will be fun, competitive, and it's something I was. Definitely looking for this year, you know, like playing against Kevin Marino, playing against Joe, my brother. But it didn't happen, but hopefully it happened in, in 2021. So when you're going up against him, you have like that barrier in the back of your mind to ease him up or you're going in strong? Nah, <laughs> going strong, you know. It, it, it'll be competitive, you know, like he will want to beat me, I'll want to stop him. So it'll be a good battle. But it will be fair and nice. So, but it was something I was definitely looking forward to. But as I said, sometimes you plan stuff and it don't go to plan. Yeah. So hopefully in the future I play against them one day. Okay. How how has the market itself been for you? How has it been living in Utah? I know we touch on the coal, etc. Um, 
I'm not familiar with Utah and a lot of Trini's been there. It's on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, in terms of missing the food, missing the lifestyle, because and if you're in the New York market or you're in the Miami market, I mean, there are a number of Trinidadian restaurants, these kind of things up and around. How does it feel? Or even Trinidadian people. I mean, you might yeah. go out game and you see a Trinidad flag. I mean, that could be the closest you could get to home or let's yeah. say a Trinidadian in the area and they say, well, you know, through mutual connections, you'll meet them, they'll come and support yeah. you. Do you feel like a like alien or a lonely person in the Utah market, or I mean, you focus on a game and that's all that matters. Well, for me personally, um, it would be good to have like probably one or two Trinidadians around, but it's 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 that's your work, you know. You'll not you'll always it's not always will be comfortable for you. Um, yeah, I miss the food, but I'm the type of person uh, I I adapt, you know, to whatever environment I, I i'm in you know it's that's the the nature of your work you know you can end up anyway it's life you know um for me it will be as you said it'll be good to to see trinidadian supporters in the stands you know it make you feel special but as i said it it was not they have like have no trinidadians in, in utah so i guess i'll have to buy the the utah fans you know make them feel like trinidadians <laughs> <laughs> put them on my side <laughs> yeah good one good one good one yeah. um are there any u.s players playing for real Salt Lake? uh i don't think uh, it have u.s players but i don't think they're currently on the u.s team okay okay so you don't get them any stick yeah. about denying them a world cup <laughs> no for me i for me personally i don't um, like walk wrong you know you don't like, about it yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more low-key, I'm more low-key guy, uh, and like try to create more history for myself, you know, it's something that past, you know, what, what I can do now, you know, that's how I look at football, you know, what history I can create now. Do so, you get stick 36 now? <laughs> nah. No, not at all. The, the, yeah, some of the staff here, they talk more about the, the goal, you know, that you said, that's what they know me for, like, the goal, so they like, yeah, there's a guy who's talking to US, uh, but they don't talk about the six nil. <laughs> now, well, 2020 has been a year, especially the first half of 2020, with all the Black Lives Matter and all that thing. There. And I think that exposed a lot of racism, especially in America. Like, yeah. were, were you ever, in your time in America at least, a victim of racism? No, I was never, but I see what the 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 guys stand for, and you you can see it. I was never a victim, but I I saw players was a victim. I saw them on TV. The way how they react, it's not a nice thing, especially in in this modern time. You know, um, we 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 had we had players had a a Black Lives Matter coming. Um, the players had a um, a togetherness, you know, uh, we support each other as black players. You know, we we never bring it across like we separating ourselves from these guys or because a lot of the different race, the guys that support us, they know what, what we've been through as black players, you know, and they, they stand with us. And the league also, you know, it was, the league was, they support us, and I was happy for that as an organization. And some of the players, they, they support us as well. They stand with us strongly. And we, we, we as players, we had a voice. And hopefully the nation can understand what we fighting for as black players. But that is on the field. What about like off the field, walking in the street, going to the shop or anything? Did you feel like like you stand out as a black player or like normal? Well, for for me off the field, I I try not my even best as a player, team. as not even as a player, like a person, like a black person. Yeah, as a person, as I said, that's what we fighting as as players. You know, we have the voice, we have the platform to try and change the mindset of the 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 people who don't see see us as important as them, you know. Um, but of the feel, I 
as it was a hype, it was crazy, you know. I try my best to to do get involved, you know, uh, like walk in the street or going somewhere where I don't feel comfortable. Uh, I stay inside much as possible because we're living in a crazy, crazy world. You know, uh, say 2020 was was uh, like a loss year for everyone. Frustration, you know, a lot of thing was heating up. So I try my best to 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 stay away from those environments. Alvin, in terms of your game thus far and your game continue to evolve, um, we're in year 2020 and all things holding, we believe that 2020 and 2026 are the next World Cup years. Um, personally, you set any goals in regards to these campaigns? One, you'll be 28 based on you being 26 now, and one, you'll be 32. So like 32 is be like the last big part of your prime. So how do you feel about that? And how do what, what personal goals you put in place in terms of we still do have a good guy, good guys right now in and around the team and mm-hmm. we have good guys to come. So what would you think that if you are set up towards again towards our next World Cup, what do you think would you like as a player done to help us give that best possible chance of the field? Uh for for me personal um I'm looking at two more World Cups. <laughs> The, the last two, I believe I have a chance to play in it. But for me, um, I just taking care of my body, try to keep healthy as possible, try to keep injury-free, you know, and try to um, develop my game as fast as possible where I can help my country, where, where I can be the, one of the most important players for the country, you know, like to, to raise the standard, you know, well, where we can be playing at a high, high level. You know, um, I believe some the, the the international guys who play in outside, I believe when they, they come back, you know, like we bring the 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 level, you know, like bring the different culture to these guys where they know that, you know, like they have to raise the level, you know, um, to have a lot of good players in Trinidad who can play on the national team. You know, you don't have to be playing abroad to play on the national team. Uh, I believe we... As interna- players who play outside, when we come back, we have a big influence on the local players, you know, because they will be looking at us, the way how we train, we mentality. I believe if we keep a high standard, that we can, we can set that bar for the national team, you know, and hopefully everyone have the same goal and we can gel good and we can have a good year. Well, I know you'll be looking especially at the 26th World Cup because obviously mm-hmm. USA, Mexico, cool. and Canada, Canada, Canada will be hosting it. Hosting so it yeah. On paper, that would be like the probably the easiest World Cup for Trinidad to World get Cup to. to qualify, yeah. And especially given it's an extended tournament because they're going to what, 48 teams? 48, 48 yeah. yeah. So on paper, it will be the easiest um, tournament to qualify for. Like, what, what do you think yep. that? And obviously, you would be, uh, by that time, you would be a veteran in the squad and a player yeah. that players look up to. What do you think would be needed for the national team now to prepare for them? Well, um, I believe in preparation. I believe that um, the guys who are in charge, they have to see, they have to set goals just like how the players set goals, you know? They, they, they have to to um set their goals, you know, if this is what they want to achieve, what we need to achieve it, you know, give us all the tools, give us everything that we need, you know, to to have the best shot. I believe it's, as you said, it's the easiest, easiest World Cup to qualify for, but also it's easy, it will be very difficult, you know, for, for us to qualify. But I believe if we have the correct preparation and the right mindset as players and staff, I believe we can qualify. And you as a player, what you need to do to make sure that you're able to groom younger players who will be looking up to you, especially in your position right back or centre-back. Mm-hmm. What you as a player need to do? Well, for me, I'm, for me personally, if a guy, you know, if I see something, I'll explain it to him and we can have a, a chat about it to see how he see it and how I see it and what you think is a better solution. Because 
I can also learn from the the young guys also, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. You're never too big to 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 learn, you know. So I can show him my way. He show me his way, and we see what's the best solution, you know. Um, I believe that's the right spirit you will want in a team, you know. Guys sharing their, their knowledge, you know, and thinking about solutions, you know, how to unlock this. Where did this happen? What to do? You know, and I believe when you have a, these type of conversation as players, you you get to understand each other better. You get to you you play better. The game becomes easier for you. You know, so things like that. I believe we have to work on. Well, I don't know if everybody on the national team have that kind of mentality, but I think <laughs> we need we need more of that. For yeah. Sure. Alvin, just wanna thank you for basically taking time out today just to kind of come on the program and. Give us a little one and two's experience, self experience your career. Wish you all the yep. best with your career as well. Continue strength. We're hoping to get the start you want on Sunday. Okay, post game on yeah. the NFL. <laughs> mm-hmm. Glad to have another trainee representing outside. So thanks for your time and thanks for taking us on Bias Brothers. I so, think this is the first trainee in America that we have on, on the show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Peace out.